ever, pals. Hey, everybody. Hey. I know you're waiting. I usually say, hey, everybody, welcome, ever, pals. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for you uh, to finish that thought. No, you know what? I um, No thoughts. No thoughts. I got nothing going on. My vacation. I'm just trying to let whatever happens, happens. Yeah, so you're starting your vacation today, and for how long? It was like 19 days, is that correct? That's, hey, that's very right. 19 days exactly. I remember that date. Um, so, yeah, you're going to be off for a while. And why are you taking off? Oh, because I need a break from, from oh, yeah, work. Oh, break from work. <laughs> <laughs> What's your other reasons for doing it, maybe? Uh, well, because uh, Secrets of Fade were launching, launching in today. the couple hours. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yep. Um, yeah, they took the servers down this morning, and they brought them back up, and I got all excited, logged in. And it wasn't out yet. No, not yet. Um, but I don't think it's time for for it yet. I was kind of yeah. glad it didn't launch because I was really excited to to catch up and do a podcast with you. It's been way too long. It's been over a week since we've uh, recorded one and put one out. So it's uh, it's good to say hi to everybody and give you kind of update what's been going on. Yeah. Uh, and before we get going. Um, I want to just say hello to Lambback from the Mangler server. Lambback. Um, oh, hi. Yeah. Do you know who Lambback is? No. Um, Lambback is the guy uh, before was talking to oh. in, in messages, the ones that I sent you the picture of. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Uh, we got some Mangler fans. Yeah. Um, he actually, I came back, I was AFK, I was sitting in Guild Lobby or something like that. And I came right. back, I had like five messages. Hey, hey, are you there? Hey. <laughs> and it was right before raid. So I came back like right at raid time and I was like, hey man, what's going on? Sweet. <laughs> but very nice person uh, as a member of Kith and Kin. Kith and Kin, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good guild. I don't have any yep. problems with them. Um, he had, he had mentioned that he was trying to get the, uh, the guild to listen to us. So if you're from Kith and Kin, hello. Hello and welcome. welcome. Join the Discord yes. say hi. Um, but yeah, I wanted to especially shout out Lambback for, you know, uh, listening and, and giving us some good compliments and stuff. It's part of the reason why we do this. So it's, uh, it's very much appreciated. Yeah. Do you know if they, um, are they up to date on the episodes or do you, did they say like how, how far back they are? You know what? I'm a bad host and I didn't even ask <laughs> because they might like listen to this like a month from now and not hear. <laughs> I did. I did say, Hey, I was like, Hey, in the next episode, I'll shoot you out. Oh, okay. So maybe, so maybe he, he jumps forward. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Right, hopefully he did that. Uh, yeah. So we're spreading out to Mangler. We're, we're dedicating a lot of time on Mangler. Uh, we haven't spent much time, if any, on Thornblade. I think the last time we did, we just kind of leveled up. Uh, Tutan and Tunaris and Belks. I think we already talked about that, though. So, oh, yeah, we had fun. I didn't yeah. even, you know, I didn't think you were going to be able to group with us. And you were a little bit lower level. And yep. next thing you know, I was like, I have a wizard friend. Can he come and play with us? <laughs> yeah, I think on Thornblade, more so than Mischief on Thornblade, those levels around 40 to 60, there's just not many people out there. So they, they think they take just about anybody that's around. But it worked out I mean, nice. yeah, no, actually, you know, I had a lot of fun just sitting there at the uh, Valk's entrance. I didn't even have to pull. I was just nope. playing songs. Yeah. It was nice. And then we were doing that while playing D&D. So. Exactly. <laughs> don't tell Dracoco. Don't surge. Don't you dare tell. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it's, you know, we were all boxing, like playing one character. It's pretty chill. But uh, yeah, I think the big difference between... Uh, Thornblade Mischief versus Mangler is the experience rate. And I know that Mangler, uh, especially now that Serpent Spine, since Serpent Spine came out, the experience, experience rate is so big. Um, makes leveling so much easier versus uh, you know, Thornblade and, and Mischief. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like we can get a level in what, like 30 minutes, an hour? So remember, I main changed from Yarnax to Warrior over to Polly, the rogue, and Polly was only, uh, I think, like level 72 or something. So I, I grouped with some guildies and burned some lessons. I got it done in like probably like three hours or something. 
It was, yeah. it was so quick. We also and had that. Like we also had the later levels too. Yeah. yeah, these were the later levels. We did that in Ashen Gate, um, which you know is a pretty good place to uh, level up for Secrets of Fate or two. Uh, Ashen Gate, it's going to be a lot of people there, uh, but we might check it out. Yeah, you and I haven't really talked about where we're leveling, but uh, no, I haven't I, looked into it at all. I actually really like the Ashen Gate zone. I've uh, grouped a couple different places. I really right. like that west side, but the uh, east side um, where the Griffin Trainer area is, that Griffin battle. Um, yeah, I've, I've grouped there with a couple guildies before there, and, and I had a blast over there too. So, yeah, nice zone. I really, I actually really like it. And I like it kind of, um, I don't know, have you ever played like Call of Duty or anything? Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you, do you have like maps or like uh, zones, you know, as we would probably call them, right. that you just you can distinctly remember that you love playing. You don't oh. skip it. You kind of go and play it. Uh, you kind of vote to play it every time it comes up on the map uh, list. I know that feeling. I don't have anything, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I played Overwatch, and you don't get a vote on it, but there are certain maps that you liked and certain that ones that you hated. So I, I know what you're talking about. And, and kind of how it like flows um, and, you know, you kind of get excited. You have like your favorite little spot to sit on, on each map or whatever. Right. right. Um, yeah. I, I kind of get that vibe with, with Ashen Gate. We raid there and we kind of, you know, group there. And so these little spots and these little nooks and crannies and stuff that you like to sit in. And, and, you know, when we, when we go to the oppressor camp, like we sit in the same spot every time we right. have the same issues trying to pull up the ramp every time, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, we were, I've uh, been doing a lot of lesson burns with Rippy, and he would just kind of walk uh, himself in his boxes through North Ashen Gate and go all the way from the very beginning all the way to the end, like where there's Lathar's final stand, where mm -hmm. the, uh, this just like kind of crawl through there. We would burn through that, and then he would go into East Ashen Gate. Uh, he wouldn't even bother with West Ashen Gate because of the ramps and the pulling issues, but... Yeah, we would clear all of the north wing and most of the east wing before the lesson burn ended. So we were tearing through stuff. Damn, I gotta get with Rippy. I've, yeah, you do. <laughs> I hey, you know, nothing against Rippy. I think Rippy likes you way more than he likes me. I think I cause way you cause way less havoc than I do. Oh, so well, yeah, I'm I'm pretty easy going. But um, you know, I'm not an officer, so I don't get into I wasn't an officer, so you didn't get in those kind of disagreements or anything like that, but now we're we're both we're we're Rippy now on the same wavelength. I think uh, on a lot of things. I think it's good to have those people. Um, I mean, I think you're really easygoing too. I mean, we get along great. So I'm know, easygoing, so. but I'm a fucking man child. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can deal with that. Like for me, like if you get angry about something, it just deflects right off of me. Like I don't take it personal. I don't. Uh, it doesn't bother me. And it's like, oh, well, he's pissed off today. So, you know, we're we're just going to go have some fun and, and chill. But, yeah, some people, they take it personal. Well, I, I hit Rippy with the Candace joke the other day at Raid. And <laughs> I hit him with him twice. He fell for it twice, two days in a row. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Candace? Who's Candace? Candace, dick fit in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Uh, and nobody laughed in Raid when I said it. But then the next day, everybody like cracked up. I, I, you know, maybe the joke had to settle with them. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Did you get any tells the first time? I think you uh, said something to me, but I was like busy with something. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, um, I think B four hit me with a <laughs> like <Yeah>. an eyes, <laughs> and uh, I, I always message Monkey because Monkey is like literally the child of our guild. Yes, like our TikTok, you know, executive and. <laughs> He is of legal age now. He's over 18, but he's still relatively a child to the rest of us. Yeah, so I, I hit uh, I hit him up every time I hit a, I do like a TikTok reference or, uh, you know, a stupid joke like that. And he's always right. like, dude, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was going to mention to you, you know, we're, we're talking about Thornblade and leveling up and stuff. Uh, I don't think uh, I don't think we're going to succeed with our goal. Yeah, I don't think we hit our mark. Uh, we, our because, goal was to be level 60 by the time Shadows of Luckland. Yeah, and Luckland's coming out soon. Like in a couple of weeks, maybe? 
Is it? No, I thought it was sooner than that. Oh, shit. Yeah, we're definitely not going to make that because we got so much to do on Mangler with Secrets of Fade War. Uh, we will, however, you know, we'll get the date of when it's dropping, and I want to do uh, Shadows of Luckland review for everyone um, because I know people from Thornblade are still listening, and that information might be useful to you to hear our perspective on Luckland, like what to do, where to go, you know, the fun things to look forward to, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I really like uh, Lucklin. I have a lot of fond memories of uh, Lucklin. Um, and it's saying on the website here that it's going to drop October 13th. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that's like, what, two, three weeks? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's actually 21 days away because it's two days after. So <laughs> we, we could reach our goal, but I don't think we will. No, well, we have leveling to do on Mingler server. Right. All right, we could, but I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, you have 19 days of of no uh, obligations other than family stuff, uh, which, you know, spend time with your family, enjoy your vacation. But I already told my family, don't expect me. Daddy's not here. <laughs> don't knock on my door. See, you could. You could at least with Tootin. I bet you could if you care. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll hit the goal just, uh, just to say I did it. All right. Um, but yeah, no, uh, uh, Lucklin's coming out. Beast Lord's coming out with Lucklin. Lots of great zones. Uh, I'm excited to do our little uh, server uh, expansion breakdown thing. So, yeah, 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 it's a good expansion. Um, lots going on, but we'll get into that in a future episode. Um, do you have any? I don't, you've been working a lot. So, like, you don't, do you have any updates going on? like personally or in the game in the game i mean if you want to do some personal stuff that's fine but i was talking in game let's see um i did a couple things with beaten beaten's got his uh epic 1.0 i don't know if i had mentioned that before um he got some gear he's uh upgraded quite a bit um not really you know i wasn't really winning a lot of gear on beaten yet um i think i was missing some of the the valuable raids you know for right. for back back gear stuff you know yeah i think um, tuesdays we do ash and gate and frost script and like you're always working on tuesdays so that's always like the big upgrades for um alts or new characters yeah yeah um beaten's fine um he'll he'll get there and um yeah on on tootin and stuff not not a whole lot going on um no, I'm I'm just right now I think I've been working on uh Beaton's Epic one point five. It's involves some tailoring and some other stuff. So right. the other day I was just sitting in uh Crescent Reach doing some of those easy tailoring like skill ups. Okay. Where you don't even have to spend any money. Do you know really? about this? No, I don't. Tell me about it. Yeah. So Crescent Reach has um each like uh like tailoring or, or baking or whatever right. skill. And they all take you to uh, level like 60 on the skill cap. Okay. There's a, just a, a person in each of the little areas there and you go and hail them. And right next to the person is the loom or uh, the kiln or whatever you have to use. Right. They'll give you all the mats that you need. You go turn them in. Um, and the idea is to get like 20 of the item that they want. So if okay. you run out of mats, you just go back to the person you say yeah. like, I need more su- more supplies or whatever, and they give you more supplies. Once you get twenty, you go hand in a twenty to the person. They give you um, uh, some experience or whatever, and then next thing you know, you just hail them again. They'll give you the next set. You go from like uh, twenty to thirty to like forty-five, and then to like sixty. So it's like and how four. Long take just like you know, ten well, yeah, you know, I, yeah, I could probably have done it in 10, 15 minutes, but I was like, uh, I think I was did that Sunday. I was watching football or something. Oh, okay. So I was just sitting in here and I was, you just leave my computer on, walking around, doing whatever the hell I wanted to right, do. Right. So, That's yeah, cool. it's a good way to get your skill ups. Um, I need to get tailoring to 100. So I've been, I just haven't decided what I want to do. If I'm going to buy some high quality pelts or um, if I'm going to take it to 90. By making picnic baskets and then just you know say fuck it. Hopefully, uh, I can get my you know it's uh, trivial at a hundred, but I could probably still make it with ninety. Yeah, you know. You probably make some. So I don't know. I haven't decided what I want to do, but the the first part of the one point 
2.5 has tailoring and then the second part, like the 2.0 part has some other stupid trade skills and I don't really want to do it, but right. we'll get there. We'll it's get not there. Not as bad as the Rogue 1.5 though, right? Absolutely not. But I was <laughs> like, I was amped to do the uh, Rogue 1.5 right, and yeah, 2.0. So right. I, I was already all farmed up. I was already, you know, skilling up on all my stuff. So, and I spent probably a good three chrono at the time skilling up on stuff i was like i don't care buying everything from the bazaar didn't matter but i want to spend three chrono on a stupid box epic 1.5 that's not even valuable anymore so speaking of trade skills um with secrets of fate where there are some trade skill trophies and i think they're charms maybe a ranged item i think they're charms um for you know, being like a really high level, I don't know what it would be, maybe like 400 or something. Um, and I think that would be something cool, maybe to talk about, have a trade skills uh, episode or something like that, and how trade skills kind of evolve with each expansion. Um, because trade skills are going to become pretty important uh, with Secrets of Fate, where we have the next level of crafted gear. And I forget what it's called, but it is uh, the next rank up from the elaborate that we have now. And it's gonna have new augments, and so it's gonna be really nice uh, player crafted gear. And those are the ones that you have to be a certain race, because um, you have to make it in your home city and be the race uh, for cultural gear. And so I kind of lucked out with Polly because I think Dracoco uh, are one of our uh, trade skill masters and pals. He is a wood elf, right? Yes. Yeah, and he does blacksmithing, right? He's master at everything. <laughs> right, right. So I think, you know, I'll just farm some mats for him. And I think he can make stuff for Polly and kind of get her geared up a little bit. So yeah, Trococo is one of those trade skill gurus. Him and the same thing with Beaten. I specifically made an Ixar just so Laurent could make me shit. Right. So I didn't have to. <laughs> right. Now, Carl, on the other hand, is a Eurydite cleric. And almost no one plays a Eurydite, and so especially a plate. So he's not going to be getting any of this crafted gear, which, yeah, whatever. So in uh, Prophecy of Row, uh, they had like a trade skill trophy. Right. Um, so I was maxed at 300, and I had the, the one poison-making idol. I can't remember what it's called now, but uh, the one from West Karana that you have to do. Yeah. Um, and I, I did that, but then in Prophecy of Row, which that expansion sucked, except for the the trade skills portion, they had a couple like uh, crazy trade skill things that I did, and um, I got the it's like plus twenty five percent or whatever um, uh, poison making trade skill. Yeah, so uh, uh, Pokin has the Pestle or whatever, and it's um uh. I don't know. It's it's. I'm like at three forty five now, max. Wow. Um. So, uh, taking me up to four hundred would be really cool. That's like the only trade skill I've done, obviously, because it's the the rogue one. You know. Yeah, I mean, you um, have some other trade skills, but not quite at that level. Um, you know? Uh, do you know Tritona Tritonia uh, from the Mangler server? No, I don't. Uh, I think I think it's the yeah well I think it's the adventure dogs uh, warrior like main tank warrior officer okay. guild leader or something like that. He's always in guild chat or uh, general chat talking shit to people. Oh, <laughs> so, like good shit to people or bad shit to people? No, he's 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 one of those like fear type players, you know. Okay. But um, I saw him in general chat asking um, for for a poison maker because I he needed it for like a black blacksmithing trophy or something. Okay. And so, yeah, I, I, he was like, I'll, I'll donate and I'll give you the mats and donate for your time or whatever. And I was just going to do it for him for free. I actually had almost all the mats that he needed for the poisons, like in my bank. And he was like, I got to go run here and buy this stuff. And I was like, dude, I got, I just got it all. Right. He gave me a thousand plat. I didn't, I could have done it for free, but a thousand plat. Um, yeah. On Mangler. Yeah, well, I mean, it's nothing, but it's, it's something. It was the thought that counts. Yeah, I, like I said, I would have done it for free, but right. uh, no, he was uh, he was nice, and it just it makes me happy knowing that I didn't do poison making for nothing. So. There, you, there you go. 
but yeah, maybe maybe one of these trophies would be good for Pokemon. We'll have to look into that. And I know Polly is around like 250 or something. I did just enough to where I could do the com the combines I needed for the 1.5, uh, but I didn't go up any further. The uh, yeah, 250 to 300 was uh, obnoxious, and then I had to do um, I had to do almost a thousand combines over 300 to uh, max out that trophy. So the trophy, I don't know if you know this or not. I don't even know if I told you about all it this. It evolves, right? It evolves, yeah. So you can take it up to like level nine, but to go from like level nine to level 10, it's like an experience thing. And so you have to combine, do so many combines, uh, you know, at a certain level. Uh, right. um, that can't be minimal. Like yeah. And uh, they're all like 325 or whatever. And I, I, I had to make like, yeah, like 800 or something like that to max it out. Well, I'll let you do that and you be the person to talk about that because I don't think Polly's going to be doing that unless the item is just game breaking and kind of one of those things that are required for a room. <clears throat> now, there's a lot of stuff where if you do all your trade skills and your all your trade skills are like maxed out, there's a couple cool items that are coming out that are right. really like it's just super stellar. Um, there's nothing I don't think in the game that's like here you're good at poison making. Now you're being rewarded. So oh. uh, it's like selfish, I guess. But um, I think there is a poison that I can give to warriors here coming out. I think this expansion that uh, increases hate. So. Oh, nice. Um, I mean, obviously, if I figure out what that is, I can go ahead and um, hand it out to the Warriors and make it no problem. But one of the issues that we have with Poison is it's not very well documented online. Um, right. So it's maybe the worst trade skill that's documented. It's pretty awful. Yeah, I mean, because Poison really isn't that great until you get into Planes of Power. Um, you can make the Shishar vial. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's the one that's pretty good, isn't it? It's tradable. Um, I think it's tradable. Is that right? And no. No, sorry. Okay, it's not tradable. Um, but it's like a 75 DD proc. And for the era, that's pretty nice. Um, I'm hoping, because I know there was a, um, a tome or a discipline that had to do with poison application or something. Uh, I saw that when I was kind of looking around last night. And maybe poisons are going to make a comeback. I think that's really something cool. Um, I hope that that's true. Where like you know you get poisons, you apply them to your dagger, and you get like three or four procs off of it. But they're like you know 10k each or something like that. You know, uh, maybe more than that. But oh, that would be super stellar. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that kind of comes back because I feel like it's something um, that's kind of been left off for quite a long time. You, you know what I am really excited about uh, for Secrets of Fadeware? What's that? Um, I read while I was doing some of my research is uh, starting in this expansion, the worn focuses, um, the focus effects that you have on all your armor. Yeah. You know how like you'll have pet focus on like an earring or an arm piece or a range, you know, something like that. You kind of have to keep track on which slot you have, which focus effect in. Well, starting this ex expansion, um, each focus effect is tied to a specific armor spot. Oh. So, like, okay. Can you explain that a little bit? Cause yeah, so for melee, your arms are always going to have cleave on it, and your legs are always going to have ferocity. Okay, so, like, from this point forward, when a piece of gear drops in Secrets of Fedor, arms are going to have cleave on it. Yes. Okay. But you're not saying that if you already had arms from another expansion, they're not going to transform and have cleave on them. No. Okay. I'm saying that from your arms, forward. your arms from another expansion could have parry block on them. Yeah. And now parry block is specifically going to be on your neck piece. Well, that's really nice because I think uh, captains talked about it, and you go, and and I've talked about it where you had like four items with 45% haste, and it's just like wasted because. You would rather have some other kind of focus effect. Um, yeah, now waste is always going to be on your waist. 
is going to be your on your waist. Yep. I like that. Always. Cool. Well, that's nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, but okay. I like it. Yeah, you, you know don't what? Have the overlap. Whatever uh, developer figured that out. <laughs> it took them a kudos while. To kudos to you. No, just Thanks. because it's so stupid. Because yeah, exactly. You have four pieces of items that have uh, you know haste on it, and you're like. Well, damn! I can get rid of my arms, but then I'm losing my my parry block, you know, six. But I have I can get this item that's got parry block seven on it, but then I have to replace my my cleave item, and you're like, what the fuck? But now yeah. you just, you're increasing your arms, you're increasing your cleave, you're increasing your legs, you're increasing your ferocity. Cool. And that that goes along with the group gear as well. I mean, it's not going to be like the same tier or same level of effect, but so that's good for all gear. Yeah, and I mean, I'm using melee for an example, but it's the same thing with uh, yeah, spellcasters. You know, magic damage head, fire damage arms, cold damage gloves. Sweet. Um, increased heal on your neck, beneficial range on your fingers. You know. Very nice. Uh, yeah. Speak, speaking of increased heal, uh, Carl, my box cleric, he got an upgrade. Ooh, you know what? I wanted to ask you about this, and I'm really sad that I missed out on this whole adventure. Well, so I'm, sad you, I'm sad you did it without me. Well, I just had to get it done. Um, well, I was first going to say that Carl got some loot in uh, Frostcrypt, some of the armor molds. You got two, you got arms and boots uh, for super cheap. Nobody else bid on them, so you got them super cheap. But the arms for Cleric is a 65% healing modifier. So now Carl has uh, the best healing modifier uh, currently. We'll see what happens. She gets a fade work. Uh, and Polly got a bunch of upgrades too um, for super cheap. So Polly's not dying as much to area of effect spells, which is good. Um, but they've also been busy. So um, Carl had some help from um, Yarnax and also from Rippy. And I'm trying to remember who else helped. Me. Before? Uh, no, that was for that was Polly. Um, oh no, no wait. Yeah, before did help with this as well. So I'm sorry. Yeah, before went with uh, went with us, and we got Carl his epic 1.5, which was really cool. Yeah. So he's got some nice shield, and then this was all in a day. Uh, so Polly has just started her 2.0. Um, I started it at like 1 p.m. And before was said, he was like, hey, yeah, we can knock out a couple of things. And then Vimy logged in and I was like, hey, Vimy, you wouldn't mind helping with the Epic? And she was like, sure. So we had a full group there and we knocked out my 2.0 in I think like three and a half hours, three and a half, four hours, something like that. Yeah, you went for it, huh? We did all of it. Uh, before was there for all of it. And then. Um, if you remember the last fight uh, for the 2.0, you can only bring four people. So Vimy uh, cheered from the sidelines. And uh, yeah, the, I got it, got it done. For the Rogue Epic, you can only bring four people? Yeah, there's a part in, in Ruined City of Dragnik where there's a Dragorn, and you tell them you're going to get assassinated, and then a Shadow Man comes up and backstabs and kills him immediately. And mm -hmm. they say if you bring more than four people, then... Oh um, yes, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, but it was yes. fine. Oh, I thought you were talking about the uh, Lannis to Vil fight. Is that the 1.5 or? Yeah, so 1.5. That wasn't involved in the 2.0. Oh yeah, I remember the Drannix guy. Yeah, that was a fun fight. I think uh, Deck Deck and Maja helped me with that one or Doodle. Yeah. yeah, we had a lot of fun with it. Um, you know, we kind of able to see the Lord. We did the Everfrost raid, which is kind of cool. Um, haven't done that supposedly in the real Everfrost raid for Eldon, uh, good augment drops for a cleric shield. It's a type four augment. Uh, I think that has like AC on it or something, mm -hmm. but uh, we didn't drop because it wasn't a real Eldon raid. <laughs> so, but yeah, we had a lot of fun. Um, we were definitely overpowered for it, which makes it a lot easier. Um, Demi's Shadow Knight Ukara was tanking a lot of the stuff and before. And uh, Polly was stabbing away. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a slight upgrade for Polly. I think I was using a dagger from DODH. Um, so, 
you know, I have something to use until I get an upgrade and Secrets of Fade works. Nice. Yeah. No, you know what? Uh, just another shout out to Vemi there because she's kicking ass. You, yeah. I know Inigo, you know, uh, wanted to shout her out real quick and how she plays, but I know she's a listener and yeah, you know, kudos to Vemi. I really, really am appreciative of all the stuff uh, they've been able to help out with. Yeah. And before, for helping with both of the uh, cleric ups, I don't know if he listens, but he's aware of the podcast now because he got to tell from somebody about the podcast. So maybe he's going to start listening. Does not listen. I even asked him and he was like, oh. no, nah, I don't listen to that shit. <laughs> well, we could talk shit about him here then. Okay. This is going to be, I'm going to tell him that um, one of the episodes, we just go off and talk shit about him and he has to find it by listening right. to all the episodes. Right. Well, we're going to hide it in there. Right. So yeah, I'm really excited for Secrets of Fedor. Um, you know, I'm going to be playing Polly uh, through this expansion. If Yarnax is needed to help, like people get flagged, then you know I'll log him in and, and do it. Like he can tank the stuff for group access. Um, but I'm not going to be bringing Yarnax to raids anymore. I think we just need to either recruit or you know use who we have and stuff. I. I had been logging in Yarnex, like Rippy would send me a tell and be like, hey, I need a, we need Yarnex for this fight, and I swapped over. But I think if I continue to do that, it's just going to continue on forever, and people will be like, oh, yeah, well, Yarnex is always going to be there for us. So I might have to uh, be the bad guy and say no sometime. So we'll have to see how that goes. That's mean. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> That's I don't mean. know. It's, it's uh, yeah. I don't know. I, you know, I like I said, I personally like Yarnax. I I spent a lot of time on Yarnax myself. Mm-hmm. You know, playing him, getting him levels, getting him keyed, getting him flagged for things. Um, I mean, obviously not as much as you as your character, but right. I have a special attachment to the little guy. Yeah, I just I'm thinking long term, and you know, he is, you know, one of well, he's right up there with everybody. I think at this point, um. You know, Kizbane, Dakdak, Surge. Uh, Zug's been away for a while. But, you know, Yarnex is right up there with all those guys as far as gear and everything. Um, but that's because I was playing a lot more. And I just kind of, I'm going to be working more. I'm never going to be working less. And I just feel like I'm not going to have all the time to, to group and get all the augments and stuff and keep him relevant. And so I was like, I better just do this now before... Um, and and bring Polly up instead of like just letting him kind of slowly decay and get to the point where he can't tank stuff anymore. So, but being a warrior did take a lot of work. We like you said, we did put a lot of work into Yarnax and and he did uh, main tank for several expansions for pals. But um, yeah, it was just kind of one of those things where I was looking into the future and didn't see myself playing as much uh, as required for a main tank. Yeah, I'm sad. I'm sad. I think, uh, you know, um, we're going to have fun no matter what. I think for you and me, our little group becomes a little less uh, valuable because we were, you know, we were able to do so many things, just you, me, Dracoco, or, you you know, you, me, and uh, now Beaton and Carl. Um, you know, maybe we can just DPS them to death. We might have to get a little bit creative. If if we were logged in and couldn't find anyone else and we wanted to do something, like we have two hours, three hours to do something, then I would log over to Yarnex. I feel like then you have to give up a little bit because you have to pick and choose between your two characters, and that's not fair to you either. Right. But, you know, in the small, small scheme of things, for just the two of us, that's our only option. But for the guild, like, there's other options. Like, you know, if, if one of the warriors isn't logged in, well, then, you know, somebody can box, box one of those warriors and play them. And, you know, I just didn't want to always have to be that guy to swap over and play something. Um, because I am giving up loot on Polly. Like, I guess I can log out, log back in, and, and do all that stuff. But um, there, was, there was some issues with it before. But, yeah, we'll just see how it goes. And, uh, but I am enjoying my time on Polly. 
it's really cool to see those backstab damages getting rounds of like 12,000, 15,000 damage, getting like triple backstabs with all criticals. I'm, I'm liking it. And you I know, have crap gear too. So there's the reason why you, uh, you played a rogue in the first place. So, well, the reason why I played the rogue in the first place is because I knew in classic Kunark, nobody played rogues. And well, I wouldn't say nobody, they were, they weren't as popular. And I knew it would be easy to gear. Um, especially like, you know, there's rogue only daggers that drop in later expansions and there's only so many rogues in a guild. That's kind of why I made Polly. And I was just talking <laughs> with, uh, people in the guild. I was like, you know, these rogue only daggers don't drop anymore. Like they don't exist. Um, I think the last one to exist other than the Epic was from Takvi. Is that right? There's the one from Takvi, the Discordant Dagger of Night. And I think that was the last rogue-only dagger. I don't remember. Can you, well, you would have it if, you know, if there's I have, one that, I have them all. I just don't remember. Yeah, I think I have them all from, you know, Takvi, Planes of Power. I don't have them all, all of them from Luckland. I do have that Bloodbath. Uh, yeah, but... Um, you, can't, you can't get rid of that one. No, I don't. I don't get rid of any of them. Um, cause they all like the one from, um, Finn and Roe from Plane of Fire. I still have that one. I have the one from Plane of Time. And to me, there's like memories attached to those. I remember the Plane of Time one. I wasn't even on that night. And they sent me, you sent me a text or sent me a discord ping. Like, Hey, log in, come get your, uh, come get your time dagger. And I just walked in, got it and logged off <laughs> cause I was in the middle of something, but, um, you know, each one of those has a memory, and I, I keep that stuff. Um, some things I just destroy. Well, we're getting House of Thule, I think, right? When does House of Thule come out? House of Thule, it's so we next to Siege of Destruction, and then maybe House of Thule or maybe Underfoot. I don't know. You can look it up. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about opening a browser. Screw up my uh, sketchy internet up here. Let's see. Where are Secrets? Yeah, Seeds? Secrets. Underfoot House of Thule. Okay. So That's May fourth right. on Mangler server. May the fourth. Oh my. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. Um, but, so yeah, you can you can put all this stuff up as heirlooms or what? Holy shit, we go up to level ninety. Yeah, yeah, it gets busy. Because yeah, get... so yeah, we get to get put hang up all our weapons on the walls and shit. So oh, cool. I like that. We're gonna have daggers yeah. everywhere, man. Daggers everywhere. Are we? I wish we could share a house. Uh, Inigo is telling me we can't do that. Oh, each person gets their own house. Yeah, oh, and lame. like you're not allowed in my house, which is just what? stupid. Yeah, I don't like this. No, we could be like I was thinking, like um, like a we Tommy Boy thing. Yeah, like roommates, like best friends type of thing. Right. Yeah, the Everpals Mansion. Oh man, Everpals Mansion. That sounds great. I was having ideas, and then Inigo was like, no, you can't do that. And I was like, god damn it, Inigo. <laughs> well, yeah, we get level, um, we're 75 now, and we're going to get level 80 with Seekers of Fade, and then Seed Destruction goes up to 85. So mm -hmm. there's going to be, you know, two expansions on Mangler that both of them take uh, eight weeks. Um, so, or is it longer than eight weeks? Yeah, that's still, you still have that pulled up? Nope. It's, uh... I don't have it. <laughs> okay. I can get it. <laughs> That's fine. Whatever it is. But I know they're longer than the standard uh, releases, you know, because of the level increase. But that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, should have plenty of time to get all that nice gear. We do 12 weeks on the server for uh, level caps. So we're going to do three months of secrets, three months of seeds, eight weeks of underfoot, 12 weeks of house. 12 weeks. That sounds like a long time. But there's so much to do. I know in Secrets of Fader, there's so much to do. Um, so I don't think we're going to get burned out. Well, I assume I'm going to have problems. I had problems with uh, TSS. And I wouldn't say I really had problems with Buried Sea. Buried Sea was pretty cut and dry, but I, the Serpent Spine definitely screwed me up a little bit where right. um, no amount of research. I don't, I don't know. I like to research the game, but I like to research things that I give a shit about. 
Um, yeah. And, you know, progressing through the expansions, even though I was an officer at the time, I was like, I, I don't, unless somebody's, t- hey, like, you need to go here and kill these eight things and get this one, uh, right. you know, totem or something like that. Like, okay, I can do that. I, I uh, yeah, very military. You have to kind of di- direct me a little bit. Not free thinking in that way. Yeah, so. Serpent Spine was very cryptic. Um, there was faction involved. There was, and there was no like clear cut. This is the path you go. Like you were saying, uh, buried sea. There was a clear cut path. You get stepped one to stepped eight, and you just go down the list. And it's very, like you said, very military. You, you do step one, and you move to step two. Step two, move to step three. Uh, versus Serpent Spine, it was like you just need to faction grind. Once you faction grind, then you can request these tasks and do those. Um, so yeah, that kind of sucked. Well, well, it's really funny. Like to go to Ashen Gate, you have to have the clicky, right? Yeah, to, to pass the guardians. Get past the guards, unless well, one person, at least one person, needs to have them, or you can just kill them. But they're not that well, easy. No, they're redcon. Yeah, I'm, they're probably an undercon, but um, yeah, no, and. <laughs> Beaten has like one of the spell runes, and I'm like, I'm just gonna run Beaten over there. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, I no, I'm not gonna run Beaten over there, right? Because those things are gonna kill me. Well, there's two um, things, but there's would've... also the the Griffin uh, little side quest that you can bypass the whole walk. Yeah, and you know what? Um, if it wasn't, this is what I was getting at though. If it wasn't for that day that you and I were in a group together. And we were off doing all that stuff with, I think, Kisbane. That stuff would have never gotten done on either of my characters. And I would have just tried to haul ass through there every single time. Right. But, um, yeah, it it wasn't on, like, the to-do list. That should be step one. Go get your griffin key so you can skip the walk, you know? like. Right. Well, so for Secrets of Fade, where I've been doing a little more research, I misspoke. Uh, last episode, because last episode I said to raid, all you have to do is get access to the two zones. Um, so that's not quite all of it. Um, you do need access to both zones. You do that as a group, but um, you need to attend raids in each um, tier. Um, so there's tier one, two, three, and four. So you need to attend these raids in order to uh, gain access to the raid version of Maldrass Mansion. And then a tier more raids to get access to Crystallos. And each, I think it was Maldrath's uh, mansion, each time you kill Maldrath, you get 12 flags for Crystallos. So that's going to take us a while. I'm down for it. I mean, there's great gear that drops there. And like I said, the, remember we talked about this where the gear... Um, level of gear like so in Maldress the gear that drops like level 650 hit points mana maybe 675 but in Crystallos you're looking at 800 plus so the the discrepancy is gear is pretty large and so you're going to spend a lot of time in Maldress mansion uh, gearing up so you can survive Crystallos so you know that pacing of 12 per raid is probably um, about right because otherwise you'll just get destroyed in Crystallos. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but we're going to get, you're going to get bored of Maldras Mansion. Um, but, you know, I've heard, and you've probably heard this too, Crystallos is going to be the new uh, Anguish, um, where we're going to be doing Crystallos for many expansions to come, because it's kind of just like a loop pinata. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, I, I'm down with that. Right. We haven't had anything like that because we were still doing anguish for a while. Um, we're still doing anguish now. Yeah, I need to get on there with Carl to get an orb. Um, so if I'm not around some Friday and you are, but you're on vacation, log in Carl and give me an orb, please. Oh, I will for sure get you an orb. Thank you for reminding me. Thank you. Thank you for offering. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to new, uh, new things. And... Um, I know some of the early tier stuff isn't that great. I think it's, I mean, it's good. It's like, you know, 500 hit point gear, um, but Buried Sea is still better. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I kind of looked in our uh, message of the day for the guild, and I don't think we're going to be going back 
to varied C um, for at least any time soon. Just depends on the lockouts. Um, if we get locked out of stuff and we can't progress further, then I'm sure we're going to go back and do varied C stuff. Hey, I'm here for it. I'm down to do whatever. Yeah. They are doing something pretty soon. I can't remember the days, but where they're doing reduced lockout timers. That's going to be pretty cool. Um, I remember we had that once before, and Rippy, really, um, and the other um, officers kind of came up with a plan on how to like maximize our um, raid targets. Do you remember that? Yeah, when we were doing raiding every day of the week, though. So <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> we'll see. We want to do that, but uh, I mean, I'm sure you might be down for your vacation and stuff. But oh, I would love to raid every day while I'm off. Right. So I think raiding is one of the most fun things. Um, it also can be one of the most frustrating things too. Uh, so. <laughs> But oh, I, well, I, I know that side of the thing, too. So. <laughs> right, right. I've, I've been having a good time reading. I haven't been doing it too much. I've been trying to do it two days a week. Uh, pals, we have we rate three days a week, and then we have an off night on Friday. So I've just been trying to do two days a week and keep at it with that so I don't get burned out and also just kind of. I enjoy watching shows and going places now. Things are starting to open up in California a little bit. So. Oh, speaking of. Yeah. So, you know, I told you I don't I don't have cable. I watch everything on like Hulu and Netflix and stuff. So okay. I, I've, I feel like I'm back a little bit on some of my uh, 90 Day Fiance stuff. Oh, 90 Day Fiance. We're going there. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what I started watching? Season 8. I'm ready. Season 8? Yeah. I don't know what season you're on. Well, who, on who, who's on the show? Like that, I don't know what season it was. I just, I just know who's people. On oh, the show. so there's, there's a, um, uh, a Louisiana guy with big teeth. Oh, Jovi. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yep. And um, who's the other guy that I don't really like? Is the uh, Virginia country boy whose mom was trying to <laughs> sign his wife up. For gynecology, yeah, yeah, that gets interesting. Okay, I know I've I've seen these episodes, so uh, yeah, we're gonna have to discuss this. Um, talk about. Well, some I think that's how you and I became friends in the first place. Is me watching stupid shows and talking about that during raid. Like, hey, yeah, you were talking about during raid, and like no one spoke up about it. And I'm like, I I like Ninety Day Fiance. Yeah, and then I was getting people to watch uh, Hoarders and <laughs> all yeah, those yeah. other messed up shows. So, um. So, hey, let's, uh, you know, we caught up a little bit. Um, I think we can do maybe one or two forum stuff real quick. Sure, and sure. Then, oh, we got some time. Because oh, um, I was uh, on the forums and I saw an old post that people were commenting on. Um, was it our Eva Powell's post? No, it's not. I wish that, it were. That post is dead. So. But the um, this is the the title of the post is EQ one numbers revealed, okay. um, and it was it's from December twenty twenty, so it's not all that too far away. But right. I want to ask, how much money do you think EverQuest One has made approximately in their lifetime bookings? Oh dear, lifetime! Mm -hmm. That's over twenty years. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. Well, I want to ask this, and then it'll help me. Is it less than a billion dollars? Maybe, but no. You it's know why? Because you hit that number. It says EQ1 has approximately $1 billion in oh, lifetime. Okay, yeah, because that's what I was thinking, around a billion. But I, I didn't, yeah, okay. It says... Um, it's uh somebody <laughs> there's a quote um fortnight of its generation <laughs> fortnight of its gen no uh, i think yeah because i i watched some youtube videos people talking about uh, mmos and there's really only two that have survived everquest and world of warcraft and mm -hmm. world of warcraft is now declining we talked about this before 
um, a lot of controversy, but also just kind of stale content. Um, I know they have their classic, but for me, they're releasing it too slow. Like people are just getting bored with classic WoW. Now they have Burning Crusade, but you know they've already finished it and now they want something new. And for some reason, Blizzard is releasing expansions so slow because they don't have 25 expansions <laughs> like EverQuest does. Um, but And it's really strange that people are happy just repeating the same content over and over again. Um, that was kind of weird to me. Like when Aradun dropped, people left Mangler and like to go there. And then when Mischief and Thornblade dropped, um, I mean, it was a different rule set, so that made sense. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool. A billion dollars. Where did it all go? This is the average user spends $37.5 a month. So per person or per user? Per user. Okay, so like if you have multiple, that means if you have multiple accounts, those are extra users, right? I think no, that's I right. maybe. Okay. It says eighty-two thousand active users, sixty-six thousand active members. So yeah, maybe users would be uh, accounts like um, like me and Beaton. Those are well, two users. So I think well, I think the distinction there is. Uh, a user is somebody that logs in to the game. A member is somebody who subscribed to the game either through Chrono or through uh, payment, right? Because, you know, they have, it's a free-to-play game. You can log in uh, to live servers and play. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it. It's kind of... Oh, yeah. You can, that pays for their account. There's, yeah. yeah, so there's 16,000 free-to-play accounts that are actually being used. Okay, yeah, that makes sense then. A lot of uh, mules or something like that on these uh, free-to-play servers. Okay, so they only they have around sixty thousand paid subscribers, right? Something like that, yeah. Okay, I was just I saw the other day and put it in perspective when Wrath of the Lich King and World of Warcraft was at its peak, they had twelve million subscribers. Wow. Yeah, but that was the peak of uh, of World of Warcraft, twelve million subscribers. That's insane to me. Um, so, I mean, I don't think EverQuest will ever get there, but I don't, you know, I know people playing fantasy, Final Fantasy 14 online. I see people stream it, talk about it. I tried it uh, when I was visiting Kentucky with my friend. We played it for 10 minutes and, and uh, uninstalled it. So it just, it wasn't for us. It was too cartoony. It was too much text dialogue. Too much customization on the characters. Everybody looked like idiots. And there was like no immersion. We didn't know why we were doing what we were doing, why we were there. And it's just garbage. So, so let's do, uh, I'm going to rapid fire oh, some yeah. more questions rapid off for you. Um, arguably, the worst thing to happen to EQ is what, in your opinion? For me personally, it's Mercs. I understand why they did it, but. That was just me personally as a warrior. Um, and I didn't box any characters. Um, it really replaced me from groups. Like, people didn't need me to group anymore. But, let's see. Worst thing for everyone? Um, the legacy, legacy of Yakasha expansion? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's mean. That's yeah, mean. I, that was that was a waste of an expansion. Tell me something uh, in that expansion that was good. An LOI. Yep. All right. Drogmores. 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 Yeah. Or just mounts in general, or just Drogmores. I like the Drogmores. I like the little lizard guys. All right, you had to work on that one. Okay. Uh, worst thing that happened to EQ for me, um, I think losing GMs. Oh yeah. I really like GMs. Um, I think somebody was talking about being a GM and they got an email and kind of remembered a bunch of stuff. They talked about GM events and how they used to like, you know, banish people to the kitty room and different things like that. Yeah, GMs. That was cool. I remember once they did a GM preferred server. It was like you had to pay extra per month to be on this other server. And I did that for a few months. And it was pretty cool. Like GMs were just all over the place and events were happening all the time. 
I don't remember what happened to that server. I don't remember the name of it. Uh, I just remember that in like the mid 2000s, that being a thing. Um, no, another question. What illusion would you like to see uh, made available to players? Troll. Or what illusions would you like to see added? I know we've talked about like troll and 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 the shadowman, but like any like um, mob models that you like, or you know what I think would be cool um, is a random illusion. So you click on your mask, like you know when you cast a jester or bristlebane, and they cast an illusion on you, and you turn into uh, a monster model from that zone. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, I think uh, I think EverQuest could have did a lot better with like having spe- like expansion specific illusions, like for uh, let's say like planes of power, um, you could have like a protector of row, you know, from the plane of fire. Yep. Um, and then what was after that? Gates of Discord. You could have like maybe one of those weird goat models. <laughs> Good lord, <laughs> yeah, or like a golem or something. Yeah. Hey, fun fact: those uh, those goat models. Uh, I listened to one of the the podcasts or whatever that I listened to. They had the artist on there that yeah. made those models. They said those were the hardest models to make. Yeah, because it's like making a long. Is it because of the length? Uh, just because of all the uh, what are they called? Uh, polygons that they had to use. Okay. They had a bunch of different things flying off of them and stuff. Cool. Yeah, there were some interesting mobs in case of Discord. Let's see. What would be one of your um, one of your suggestions to help increase people uh, joining EverQuest, like new new people? Hmm. I'm going to defer to you on this one. While I think about it. Do you have a Do you have an answer right away? <sighs> you know what? So yeah, you know, I'm coming from a management standpoint at my job right now. Um, and we're talking about how to get new people in. Uh, I think you have to make it accessible, which they've done a good job. I think the price is a fair price, yep. but the game is hard. I would like to see maybe like um, first 30 levels for free. Okay. And then your account has uh, st- will start charging. Okay. And I would like to see like people a taste of the class and give people a taste of the game. Yeah. And I would like to see some like not game breaking things added. Like uh first time new character, you get a cool illusion. First time new character, get a cool, like a couple cool bags that you can only use on that character or something like that. Right. Things that, that don't, you know, necessarily break the game, but the, you know, will make the, the quality of life easier for someone who's never played the game before. Mm-hmm. Because if you've never played the game before, uh, you're in for a very hard time, right. no matter what time you start playing the game. So I, I thought of my update uh, to the game. Update the UI. Um, so you, we're, we're just used to it at this point. Like we play so much. But think about somebody who's never played this game before. You log into EverQuest for the first time, and... You should do this, like make a new character on a different server and log in, see your UI. It is garbage. It's all over the place. Like you you complained about my UI and how it looks, but you got windows everywhere. You got all these notifications everywhere. Um, it doesn't, there's no introduction to the UI. You don't get to know how to move the windows around. There's nothing. And that's how you interact with the game. And I think that needs to be updated and just kind of have a standard layout with everything that you need and then you can customize it later. But for right now, when you log in, it's just, there's, you know, your combat um, data, your guild chat, your group chat, your out of characters, all in one window. And you you just can't work like that. That's one of the first things I do when I make a new character is like load up a, uh, or copy over a UI, right? Mm -hmm. For me, that would be something because, you know, think about you play a game. Like when I was playing Final Fantasy 14, I gave it 10 minutes. That's all I gave it before I realized this game is not for me. You can make a decision on a game in 10 minutes. Maybe you shouldn't, but a lot of people will. And if you log into a game and see a UI like that, you might just say, fuck it. 
I'm out. Yeah, especially with all the um, backslash commands and stuff you have to learn. Tough. Right. It is a lot. Tough life. I can't even remember. So I've turned off my songs window, and I forgot how to turn it back on. So I've just been, I think it's on Yarnax. Uh, he just doesn't have a songs window for right now. And I was oh, like, if you go to the top of your uh, your UI uh, there, that little there? bar that has a bunch of circles here, there, I think there's a yeah, song note there for you. Yeah, but like that's an example. Like I was just like, all right, it's alt something. So I started pushing alt stuff, and then other windows started disappearing. Then I went into my commands and tried to find it. I couldn't find it. But yeah, so yeah, that would be the thing. My uh, final question. Okay. And I wish I had my paper. Um, but did you know that Kurt Schilling played EverQuest on the Povar server? He did. That was his main server? That was his main server. Get the fuck out of here. Do you know what class he played? Um, let's see. What class would a pitcher play? Uh, Enchanter. Played a monk. Ah, oh, damn. Okay. Well, I guess that's true. You know, you're throwing stuff. Monk should have should have guessed it. I think, uh, yeah, I wanted to see if you you may have ever heard of his character, Scythe Hands Fox Slayer. Scythe Hands Fox Slayer. No. What about a Any guild? Hand? Do you have a guild? Soul Syndicate. No. <laughs> I don't know it. When did he play? Uh, fucking two thousand two. I don't know. Okay. Because I quit 2004, I think, or 2005. I quit when Seed of Destruction launched. I know, you know, like I said, I think he would be up before then. No, Soul Syndicate. No. Not familiar. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, I'm sure he's heard of Triton. Everybody on Povar knows Triton, and people off Povar know Triton. Um, That's like uh, pseudo Fires of Heaven Guild. But... Cool, a monk. That makes sense. I thought it was interesting that he played on Povar. I was like, you didn't even know. I wonder if he knew Neonite. Maybe he the other way around. I doubt it because I didn't do much outside of uh, group guild and guild groups for quite a while. I don't do that with like I don't think Yarnex has once grouped people outside of the guild. If uh, Brad. Pitt- played EverQuest, what kind of uh, character race would he be? If who? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Um, well, he would have to be an enchanter because like, he enchants everyone around him and mesmerizes them with his good looks. I'd like to see like Guy, F- <laughs> Guy Fiede play... Uh, yeah, I'd like to see him play like a berserker or something. With his a little the spiked hair and stuff. Yeah, like a dwarf berserker. That's what I picture a guy feeling. <laughs> this is fun. I know. Uh, so I never it's thought funny. about this. Yeah, like what what classes celebrities would play? Yeah, I like race combinations. Like Ozzy Osbourne is clearly like a uh, dark elf necro or some shit. Mm-hmm. Well, Carl Weathers is a Yurdite um, cleric. So that's that is so spot on. I you don't even yeah. know. But yeah, no, I'm, you know what, I'm super pumped that we got to catch up. Um, now that I'm on vacation, you just have to let me know when you're free. We'll knock out a whole bunch of podcasts for the fans here and we'll cool. uh, yeah, see what's please, cool. please let us know topics you'd like to talk about. Like I said, uh, Shadows of Luckland is going to be on our on our list of things to do. I know we've kind of talked about doing a warrior review before I forget everything about Yarnex. Um, so we talked about doing that, warrior class review. And... We still need to get with a couple people to do some other class reviews. Those seem to be really popular. I'm glad people are enjoying those. So if people are enjoying those, we'll do more of those. I mean, there's only so many to do, but, um, you know, we, we like everything about the game. So we'll talk about anything game-related and even some stuff not game-related, like 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, we got to talk about that. I got to go watch a couple more episodes before we talk about it, though. Yeah. I think I'm on episode two, so. I'll catch up. We can talk about it later. Yeah, because you also remember I watched those almost a year ago. So. But I'm catching right. up. I already said. All right. Okay. All right. Catch up. Catch up. Uh, all right. I'm going to head out and get some lunch. I'm getting hungry. 
I'm going to turn on 90 Day Fiance. I'm getting anxious. Hopefully, you know, you're listening to this. You got some plans for the rest of your day or evening or whatever you're going on. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, hope, you know, pop in on Mangler. Send us a tell. Send one to Pokin. Send one to Polly. Polly with an I. Um, Yarnax, you might not see him on, but if you do, well, you can always send him a tell too. Join uh, join Pels um, on Mangler server. We're having a blast, and Pokin is running Secret Santa for the guild. There you go. And make a warrior. So a little, little incentive for everybody. Yeah, make a warrior so I don't have to feel bad about playing Polly. But yeah, I'm gonna let you soak on that one. <laughs> you're gonna be quiet. Yeah, pals. I think we're rec- are we recruiting every class? Like, you know, we have a lot of boxes playing. We like to have mains playing. Um, now's a great time to join. If even if you're not if you played on Mangler, you can be power late, can be leveled up really quick, um, and get geared. This group gear is dropping. That is amazing stuff. Um, so I think now is a great time to play EverQuest on Mangler. If you're on Thornblade or Mischief and you're like, things are a little too slow, I got extra time, pop over on Mangler, uh, make a character, um, check it out. It's a lot of fun. Check check it out. All right. Um, yeah, you know where to find us on uh, linktr.ee uh, slash everpels. Yep. Uh, Discord. Yep. Discord Instagram. is a great way to get a hold of us. Uh, email at everpels Thornblade at gmail.com yeah i see all the emails too um yeah instagram you name it we'll find it um and go ahead and enjoy all the episodes but for right now you enjoy this outro music play the outro music bye everybody see it Mm -hmm.